You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio Network, brought to you by blogtalkradio.com. Culture Freedom Radio is most definitely in this house. And if you would like to find out how you can listen to Culture Freedom Radio on the very distributing apps such as iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, iTunes, and we are also an on Pandora. Oh, yes, we are on Pandora. Culture Freedom Radio is told y'all we up in this house. And if you would like to reach out to us, reach out to us and you can leave us an email if you would like to send us uh, your comments or anything you would like to do, address a, a, a topic that we have talked about right here on one of our shows and episodes. And you can email us at culturefreedom.org at gmail.com. One more time, that is culturefreedom.org dot org at gmail.com and that is the way to get in touch with us right there man through our emails because now uh, we have uh discontinued uh, our um following or being on twitter and facebook so we no longer can catch us right there on twitter or facebook or spy book as i would like to say it so that's the way that's the way you can contact us if you would like have any questions or something you would like to address with us uh or share with us you can send it through our email one more time at culturefreedom.org at gmail.com like i said follow us right there on those various distributing sites man iHeartRadio, TuneIn radio the apple podcast store and Pandora, we are most definitely up in this house, up in this house. Peace. Y'all have a wonderful evening and enjoy this broadcast. Don't sow the seed, man. 
if you don't like the fruit that come off the tree. And y'all know I was talking about, man, like an old saying goes, man, uh, you reap what you sow. And was going into some things. I was going into some things about this politics and some things that they were sowing out here, man, uh, with all of this antagonizing other people. And I'm talking about primarily like the Democrats and these liberals, but they were doing antagonizing other people. Talking about when you get all up, see your people get all up in their face and stuff, right? Um, so they, it was going back to what happened at the Capitol, United States Capitol, and all of that stuff that happened. And I didn't get a chance to touch on this. And but there were some things that even with that man that they were blaming so-called Trump supporters and stuff like that. But there, a lot of them people wasn't actually no damn Trump supporters. All of those people was not actually Trump supporters, man. No, they were not. They was not actually Trump supporters. Now you now it's reported that some of those people were actually. Uh, it was a mixture uh, of like the uh, Black Lives Matter, not a Black Lives Matter. Let me take them out of the equation. Uh, 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 what's that group called? Antifa. Y'all heard me talk about Antifa a, a couple of times. So it was Antifa was in there, uh, you know, out there uh, getting involved. And, you know, you had um, a lot of people who infiltrated, who, you know, uh, it just wasn't no damn Trump. Uh, people that was just there doing something. It was, it was more than just the Trump supporters. So, yeah. So, um, so that's what you had, man. You had more than just the Trump supporters that was out there. So, you know, some of them probably was there, but, you know, Antifa had their ass out there, man. But I want to just play something, man, uh, to, uh, to reiterate something, because what we're seeing with these liberals, like, Trump's supposed to have, what, what, nine days now, probably eight days in office, and here you got Nancy Pelosi and I'm still talking about trying to impeach somebody, man. But and, and, and I tell y'all, man, these people, man, they, and y'all see they kick him off all the social media platforms, right? And they shut down another uh, platform, uh, uh, Prowler. Uh, they shut down there where a lot of conservatives go. And I know some of y'all black people, y'all see the title said, black people, we need, we better wake up. And realize that this system don't care about us. Now I'm talking about some politics, but I'm still gonna talk about something with us. This system, right? And, and even what they're doing to Trump and the conservatives, they basically treat them like they used to treat black folk right now, right? They treat them like they used to treat black folk. We see it, man. But let me tell y'all something. Now y'all can see the shit that they are doing, right? To a supposed to be sitting president. You better believe. What what they are trying, what they really have been playing, they'll do it to a sitting president. You imagine what they're going to do to the rest of the population, for the rest of the American people. And black folk, y'all know they ain't going to give a shit about you. They don't give a damn about us. And even with this election, right, they use the black vote to always, they use that black vote because they know the black vote always vote Democrat. They know that. They know that. They, they know that's a historical, has been a historical thing for 50 some odd years. And they don't give a shit. Now, they talk all about this stuff, what what they're going to do for black people and this, that, when they get in office, y'all ain't heard shit yet, you know, through the Biden administration. They had Black Lives Matter out there protesting, running out in the street, burning down buildings and a lot of other shit, right? Them and uh, Antifa, you know what I'm saying? But ain't nothing going to change with y'all black people. If they only use you to help... Uh, Embrace it. Harness your energy. Use your energy. Use your your force to get out here and help promote their bullet crap. But there ain't nothing shit gonna change for you. I mean, I don't, whether you like it or not, whether you wanna believe that shit, ain't nothing gonna change for you. 
It wasn't the black conscious community that was out here uh, uh, spiraling this, 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 this doctrine or this, this um, whatever the words have been going, we've been saying on television. We were saying this on national television, that Donald Trump was the racist, that the Republicans are the racist, basically, basically in a nutshell. The Republicans was, was the racist. That wasn't on YouTube. That wasn't on Sidenetta. That wasn't on none of those channels like that. We saw that on national television, that they were pushing this to us. But the history, goddammit, you go back in the history and you can see about them. Again, they were the ones who did not want you emancipated. They were the ones who did not want you to have what they call civil rights. They didn't want you to have a damn thing. Even when after uh, 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 the emancipation, the 40 acres and the mule thing, they took it back from you. They took the land and the muse back from our ancestors. Huh? But they played your friend and Benefactor, as Brother Malcolm said, they we care about racial equality. We care about the well-beings of of black people in America because y'all been abused and y'all been you've been getting downtrodden and the system has has really been treating y'all wrong in which y'all are part of the system. Most of most of the system that's uh, uh that's been owned is is virtually owned by goddamn liberals. Most of the shit that's being owned down here, especially the criminal justice system and all of this shit. Primarily, you see a lot of your liberals that hold it. Let's get back into it. The Negro, the white liberal, is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game. Oh, that is constantly raging between the white. The white liberal is able to use the Negro as a pawn or a weapon in this political football game that is constantly raging between the white liberals and the white conservatives. The American Negro is nothing but a political football. And the white liberals control this ball through tricks or tokenism, false promises of integration and civil rights. In this game of deceiving and using the American Negro... No, that's not the game, y'all. I gotta hit that tokenism. Now, we see what Michael was saying through tokenism, right? That's why you see a lot here have some of your hype-up of blacks in the high epsilon or whatever I can't pronounce that word, y'all. Your height up elitist, the Oprah Winfrey's and the, the Tyler Perry's, the beast bourgeoisie Negroes, that they have handpicked and put out before you to say, see, ain't nothing wrong. America is fine. Ain't no racism. Look, we gave y'all Barack Obama. If there was no racism and we didn't care about y'all, y'all would have never had Barack Obama. The hell with that lie. The hell that Negro, I'm going to count, count it now. We're already censoring every goddamn thing we're saying anyway. But that tokenism, that's what Brother Malcolm was talking about. Just because you see some blacks out here, so-called blacks, so-called prominent, so-called people, man, they were handpicked. They have been picked. They've been chosen to use as a tool to deceive the masses of the other blacks. Huh? They've been used to deceive to trick a lot of us and to sway us as sheeple. You remember y'all hear Professor Griff talking about sheeple? As sheep to be led as a shepherd to lead the sheeple or the people to slaughter. They give these Negroes a little a few crumbs off their table. As the Bible says, eating the crumbs out the master's table. They give them all their crumbs off their table so they can deceive you into saying, come on, come on, it's okay. 
It's all right. See, I'm over here. I'm kicking it. See, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be here, you know, if I didn't trust them, but if I didn't think it was going to be right. But these Negroes are working on behalf of the enemy. These Negroes are working on behalf of the enemy to set your ass up. Let's get going. The white liberals have complete cooperation of the Negro civil rights leaders who sell our people out for a few crumbs of token recognition, token gains, token progress. In the New York Tribune, in an editorial dated February the 5th, 1960, they pointed out that out of 11 million qualified Negro voters, only 2,700,000 actually take time to vote. This means that, roughly speaking, only 3 million out of the 11 million Negroes who are qualified to vote take an active part. And the remaining 8 million remain voluntarily inactive. And yet it is this small minority, the 3 million Negro voters, who help determine who will be the next president. If who will be the next president can be influenced by 3 million Negro voters, it is easy to see why the presidential candidates of both political parties put on such a false show with the civil rights bill and promises of integration. They must impress the three million voting Negroes who are the actual integration seekers. And if so much fuss is made over these three million integration seekers, what would the presidential candidates have to do to appease the eight million non-voting Negroes, if they ever decided to become politically active, they hold the balance of power. Who are the 8 million non-voting Negroes? What do they want? And why don't they vote? The 3 million uh, Negro Negro voters are the so-called middle-class Negroes or high-class Negroes or uppity Negroes, who are referred to by the late Howard University sociology professor E. Franklin Frazier as the black bourgeoisie, who have been educated to think as patriotic individualists with no racial pride whatsoever, who believe in and look forward to the future integrated intermarried society that is constantly being promised to them by the Negro politicians. And therefore, this integration-minded three million minority remain an active part of the white-controlled political parties. But it must never be overlooked that these three million Negro integration seekers are of the 11 million qualified Negro voters. The 8 million non-voting Negroes are the majority, the downtrodden black masses. They have refused to vote. They've refused to take a part in politics because they reject the Uncle Tom approach of the clergy politician leadership that has been handpicked for the the so-called Negroes by the white man himself. This clergy politician leadership does not speak for the Negro majority. They don't speak for the black masses. They speak for the black bourgeoisie, the brainwashed, white-minded, middle-class minority 
who because they are ashamed of their race, because they are ashamed of being black, and don't want to be identified with black, they are seeking to lose this black identity by mixing and mingling and intermarrying and integrating with the white society. The race problem cannot be solved by listening to the white-minded, brainwashed minority. The white man must try to learn what the black majority wants. The president would be wise to try and learn what the black masses want. And the only way to find this out is by listening to the man who speaks for the black masses. And I can declare to you tonight and to the entire world that the man here in America who speaks for the majority, the downtrodden, dissatisfied black masses, is this same man who so many thousands of our people are flocking toward to see and hear. The same Mr. Muhammad, who is labeled by you. Now, back in the day, he was talking about Muhammad, but I have to say, y'all, today, who does the black man don't have nobody to listen to, really, in a nutshell? Because, like I said again, my these damn black folk we have today are really what Michael said, talking Negroes. We can't trust none of these Negroes today. Some people say, man, we need a leader, man. We need a leader. Well, listen, you better lead your goddamn self. But I know sometimes we have to have people that put information out to wake up the people. Now, but like I said, a lot of times when we get this right, some of these, these people we have had, a lot of them that we're having are easily to be compromised. They are easy to be compromised nowadays. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'd be looking for leaders today for these Negroes are so damn easy to be compromised by money. Yes, sir. By money. But let me see. I, got, I want to play something. I got to pull it up here in a minute. Um, but Black America, it's really time to wake up, man, and realize that this system don't care about us. Like I said, Michael Jackson told us that. Michael Jackson said, they don't really care about us. Y'all know what he said. They don't really care about us. They don't. So when Brother Malcolm was laying down, laying down that they only want to use you for, like I said, your vote. They need you for your numbers. Like they're bringing in the Hispanic community now to try to use them for their vote. And they, they, don't, they don't give a damn about the Hispanic community, about when they was talking about how Donald Trump or whatever was, uh, how he was treating the uh, immigrants that was coming over here. They don't give a damn. They all they just need them as a body and numbers for votes to put their hands in power. And once they get there, they don't they they're not looking back at you. They don't they don't give a shit about you. Excuse my French. So brothers, it's really it's, it's time, it's past time, really, for us. Because we've been talking about getting together, unifying, doing it. And I'm not talking about all of us gonna get together and unify and do nothing. I know all of us ain't gonna get together and unite. That's a goddamn that's a, that that's a real what do you say, a pipe dream. Not a crack pipe dream. But that, some of that shit is is is, is it's not realistic, man. But those who need to be and want to be united and see, like, say, man, we ain't falling for this bullshit. We're not falling for it. We don't have to do something for ourselves because we know that it's going to take us to really do something for us. It's going to take us. It's going to take us to really clean up our what's happening to us. Either whether we talk about the black on black crime that happened in our communities, it's going to take us to do it. Nobody from an outside uh, entity is going to come in and clean up our communities. Nobody but us. We live here. We live there. 
It's going to take us to do it. I can't come. I can't look at for nobody uh, that live outside of my home where I live and come in and clean up my house. If I got paper thrown over where the bed not made and trash need to be taken out, nobody gonna come in unless I'm paying unless I pay a maid service. But other than anybody gonna come, my neighbor gonna knock on my door and come in here and clean my house up. I gotta do it my damn self. So it's the same thing with our communities, brothers and sisters. The mess that we in. And a lot of it is not our fault that we're in a lot of this mess. It's because a lot of it is because we have listened to people. We trusted into certain uh, political people. We trusted in certain leaders that said they were going to do this for us. They were going to do this for us. It's like a woman getting in a relationship with a man, and he, you know, he started off cool. Because he, he, you know, he told her every night, like, you get with me, I'm gonna, I'll do this for you. I'll take care of you, baby. You look, I got you. I got you. You know, he might take her out and wind her down. And you know how he butted up when he first meet her or whatever. Other than that, after that, once he got her, he dogging her out. He don't give with nothing about it no more. He dogging her ass out. He going on to the next one. And that's how a lot of these politicians are. Whether they black, white, turquoise, yellow, or green. Because we got some black politicians, man, really don't give a shit about their neighborhood and their constituents. They don't. They don't give a damn about these neighborhoods. They don't give a damn about the so-called black community themselves. So that's why I said sometimes, man, we got to get away. A lot of us, we do have to sometimes put that blackness aside and look for the righteousness. Like Dr. King even said, man, look at the content of the character of a person. Because like like I said, we can get caught up into so much of this blackness and our own black people will bust you upside your goddamn head. Love yourself now. I'm telling you, don't love yourself. Love who you are. Don't go trying to bleach your damn skin and all that. But you judge a person's character. And it even be it even be some Caucasians that'll get out here and some, you know, do some things to help out. Not saying that. But as a but the realized this system never was intended to really help us out or work on our behalf. To really, really boost us up. Really to boost us up. Unless we um, what's that? assimilate. Unless we fully assimilate. It's just like, again, we talk about the, uh, I said on the last show, talk about when the Israelites, when when, when the, the Greeks colonized, we well, basically say colonized, and a lot of them uh, with the guy named Antonesis, went in after Alexander died and um, he didn't give a damn. He didn't like the Greek or the Israelites. So he made them say, hey, look, y'all got to give up y'all language. Y'all got to give up y'all customary dress. Y'all got to give up stop, uh, all y'all feast days. Give up all of that and become Greek. That's when they said you become Hellenized or become Hellenistic. You give up your cultural ways to um, to join in with theirs. So a lot of people say we miss we African American. That's why I bring it up sometimes. We say we African Americans, or we we from African descent, but we join these goddamn Greek letter clubs. We talking about we Greek letter, we Alpha, we crew dogs. Come on, I ain't gonna get into that too much. But y'all see what I mean? You've been Hellenized. So that's the only way they really, this system really will acknowledge you and let you gain some somewhat of success if you assimilate and in fully into their society. Fully into the, in their into their society, give up all your four ways, your more ways, as Colin Abdul Muhammad would say, and join into their ways. And still, again, you 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 you're not going to have full control. They're going to still control you, 
And this is what all of this shit is about. I want to let y'all hear some of this about these Democrats, right? Last show. To kind of throw this in here from last time. Like I said, don't sow the seed. Don't sow the seed if you do not like the fruit that's going to be bare on that tree. Don't sow this seed of violence and hatred, right? And even to my white folk, y'all too, because y'all have sold it with with um, slavery in America. And you wonder why that 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 black people constantly continue to trying to fight because the seeds y'all have sold sold here in this country to black people and how you have treated black people. So when you see a lot of blacks who do stand up and constantly try to fight for their human rights, hey. And they fight back at you it's because it's the, the seed that you have sown. So if you don't like the seed, if you don't like what's going to come off that goddamn tree, if I was you, I wouldn't plant that goddamn seed. I wouldn't plant that seed. But this video here I want to play is, y'all can hear the audio actually, but this is what the Democrats, the seed that the Democrats have been sown. So that's why I said last show, I didn't condemn I wasn't condemning or condoning what happened at the Capitol. But if those Trump supporters decide to now to come out, right, they decide to come out now, and they, it's time for them to fight back, right? It's time for them to fight back because they've been trying to be patriot. They've been trying to follow this Constitution. They, a lot of these people have went to war. They have went into these different wars. They believe. And in and, and the Constitution of the United States, they believe in what they've been told about the freedoms of the United States. They went to Iraqi wars. They went to the storm. They went to Afghanistan. They went all over the world fighting on behalf of the United States for so-called freedoms and so-called patriots. But now it's saying that these people want to take their freedom from them, right? They want to take their freedom from the American people. Whether they said he was conservative, you, you, you just you know, look, when they went to the military, it just went all Democrats in there. It just went all liberals in there. It was conservative, it was progressive, hell, it was some didn't give a goddamn about goddamn politics, but they all went. But some just come back and they may lean to the progress, uh, 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 conservative side. But they fought, and now you want to go challenge them, now you want to go at them, now you want to bring harm to those people, like Nancy Pelosi, all of y'all. And they fought for y'all to get up there and do the shit that y'all doing in Washington, D.C. I'm talking about these veterans, these people who went to fight, fight, fight uh, who fought in these wars, right? To make sure y'all can get up there in Washington and do the shit that y'all's doing by taking their rights away from them. But the Democrats, now if these, like I said, I'm not condoning or condemning. I'm just trying to just lay it out about the seed that you've sown. Now listen to the shit that these Democrats was talking. Listen to the Listen to what they have been saying. So whatever happened in Washington D.C. is a seed that was sown, and it just came back on them. And I hate that even that the lady got killed. You know, she got killed. They say an officer got killed, and I think they say a couple of other people got killed, especially the lady that got shot. But this is the shit that these that these Democrats are really worth pushing. Like I said, they caused the American people to be so goddamn divided. Now, it's already there was a divide in America. We know this. I'm not trying to you know, be so be naive. But they really, for this last four years, caused a major divide in 
this country. Because their candidate, they cried, they kicked, and whined like spoiled-ass little children. But they're trying to tell people now, y'all got to accept the results that Joe Biden won the election. But y'all didn't accept the, the freaking results when Donald Trump won. Y'all made the American people suffer because y'all didn't do shit. Excuse my French again, y'all. But y'all wasn't doing a goddamn thing but nagging, bitching, and like Nancy Pelosi and all this bullshit, Russian collusion, spent a lot of our damn taxpayers' money on, on, on witch hunts. It's ghost hunt, bullshit hunt. Russian collusion. Uh, uh, what's that goddamn other thing they talking about? Like she talking about now. Impeachments. A lot of our wasted ass taxpayers' money on bullshit. And the man still stayed in there the whole fucking four years. And y'all still, he about to go in a couple more days, single-digit days, and y'all still finna spend some more of our goddamn money on a goddamn thing that he's finna go anyway, impeachment. But let me show y'all something. I keep on talking. I gotta play this. Listen to these no-good bastards. The resistance got video. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings for the country. Maybe there will be. That's Nancy Pelosi. She said, that's Nancy Pelosi. Now, the one who's screaming, hollering, kicking that Donald Trump is the one who started this insurgent at the Capitol. She just said, she don't know why there's not uprising all over the nation. It should be. That's Nancy Pelosi, y'all. She said, I don't know why there's not uprising. This this before this happened. This, these videos over a, a span of, what, four years, they don't know why there's not uprisings all over. Huh? And I told y'all, man, all of these cities that we've seen that was burning and they're looting and all of those stuff that was happening, where were they at, y'all? They were in democratically ran goddamn cities. And nothing was happening. Like I said, in Washington, D.C., that how did these people get in there? They said security officers and police were just letting people in there. Just the same way the Democrats was letting people tear up these damn cities. They were burning down private-owned businesses. Private-owned businesses. They let them do it. But listen to Nancy again. Hey, I'm, I I'm trying not to stop it, y'all, because it's like four minutes. But I want y'all to hear this. I want y'all to hear this shit, man. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a detainer. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. And there needs to be unrest in the streets. Y'all heard in this shit? These are all liberals. These are all liberals saying this. So when it go, when what comes around goes around, oh, wait a minute now. Now you want to call foul on the play. Foul on the fucking play. To be unrest in the streets as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the city. Show me where it said that protest was supposed to be polite and peaceful. Now that was Cuomo on CNN. Cuomo from CNN say, show me where, show me where it says that uh, protesters are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Huh? Wait a minute now. Hold up. Y'all wasn't saying that shit just the other day. Show me where protesters are supposed to be polite and peaceful. I guess when they went to the Capitol, they were supposed to be in Cuomo. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration 
on the inauguration day, when when Donald Trump was getting inaugurated, she made this speech. And, and, and y'all taking out all these other websites and taking people off of Facebook and all this stuff. But all these people that did all this shit can still exist. They still can be on Facebook, Twitter, and all these other types the platforms. Wow. So 
be civil with a party, right? Mm. Who's trying to take away what you stand for and what you believe in? Wow. So, you know what? Bam! You're conservative, right? They have value. I don't know what the fuck y'all values, because y'all uh, y'all liberals, y'all willing to change. Y'all, any way the wind blow. However the wind blow, that's the way y'all go in. Now, I, I, I did several times on this show, I read y'all what it means to be conservative, and, you know, I read the thing about liberal and things of this nature, right? Y'all know I read it, right? And they, have, they have different things with value system. Y'all heard her. You can't be civil with a people who's trying to take away what you, what you stand for and what you believe in. Y'all heard that. So, if you have some moral values and you have a moral code about yourself, that means, and these so-called conservatives, they believe in family. I do, too. I believe in family. We don't, we believe in, um, what's some other thing? We believe in y'all help. <laughs> we just believe in family for one. We have family value. We believe in a tradition to have a man and a woman in the household. So we believe in that. But these people like, nope, nope. They don't even believe in uh, gender. They be talking about this neutrogender bull crap. Y'all know that? Y'all be hearing that neutrogender, all that old bull crap? That's what they believe in, all of that stuff, right? Damn male. So we don't believe in that. So we can't be civil with a people. You can't be civilized or civil with a people who don't believe in that. They believe in something different. Now we're taking Hillary Clinton uh, uh, analogy on this. You can't be civil with these people. They don't. They don't believe like you believe. They don't believe it. So you got to stand up and you got to go against them. You got to fight with them. Because your, 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 your belief system is different from them. Right? It's totally different. I just, I, mean, I, I guess I will read some of it. I keep putting up the show. I just keep re-seeing the show. Because I was only supposed to be in here a little bit, y'all. I was, I was only supposed to be in here just a little bit. Now, let, 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 let's read again. Let's read the difference between a liberal and a fan. Let me get back to this video. Between the, the difference between a liberal and what they believe. And she, she, she brought up the word believe. I'm just going to briefly read some parts about liberal. It says, liberal believe in government action to achieve equal equality, uh, opportunity, I'm sorry. Uh, liberals believe in government action to achieve equal opportunity and equality for all, which that's a lie. But it is the duty of the government to allocate social ills, alleviate, I don't get this words wrong, to alleviate social ills, and to protect civil liberties and individuals and human rights. Believe that the role of the government should be to guarantee that no one is in need. Liberal uh, uh, policies generally emphasize the need for the government to solve problems. That's liberal. That's what they believe. Okay. Uh, Conservative. Believe in personal responsibility. Limited government. They believe in free market, individual liberty, traditional American values, and strong national defense. Believe in the role of believe the role of the government should be to provide the people the freedom necessary to pursue their own goals, not to go out and make the goals for them, as the liberals want to do. But their thing is to make sure the opportunity of freedom. Is there so you can go out and provide, pursue these goals for yourself. Conservative policies generally, generally emphasize empowerment of the individual to solve problems. 
So, brothers and sisters, I was saying again, we as so-called blacks in America, again, we've been waiting on the system to solve the problem for us. Instead of like the conservative thing, say, well, we we're not going to do it for you. What we would just do, we would give y'all the opportunity. Just like going with uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln and the emancipation. Well, we know that we're not really, we're just going to, we're on emancipation. We're going to give you the opportunity to go free, go for yourself. You know, hey, we'll give you land. Uh, we'll give you the muse. Hey, man, y'all go out and do for yourself. We're giving you this opportunity to freedom to do something for yourself. And if y'all don't do shit for yourself, that's on you. We, we took you out of slavery. We made sure you're not in bondage no more. Now everything is on you now. We gave you this freedom. We gave you the opportunity. No, we're not going to. No, no, no. We're not going to come in here. We're not going to plant the seeds for you. No, we're not going to work the ground for you. No, we're not going to give you free this. No, we're not going to give you free handouts. We are going to give you the opportunity to do things for yourself. Now, we do this shit for you. Hey, man, you just, we, we, we just take care of we, We're crippling you. Huh? Um, there was some other stuff, but I want to get back. I'm, I'm gonna come back to that, reading some more about this liberal stuff again. Let me, let me get back into this video. What you stand for, what you care about. For someone says that you know when they go low, you know, no. <laughs> when they go low, you get. Eric Holder. He said Michelle said when they go low, we go high. He says no, no. That Eric Holder used to be with the, uh, uh, Barack Obama. He said, no, when they go low, we kick them, advocating violence again. Boy, these some violent-ass Democrats. These some violent motherfucking liberals. Oh, but when the shoe was on the other foot, they was crying their ass off the other night. They was crying their ass off when they ran up in them buildings. But this is the shit y'all advocated. They only took a page out of y'all damn book. They took a page out of your book. They was doing what they what y'all told them to do. But see, oh, oh, oh. But see, y'all, y'all didn't expect them to come at you, though. You was expecting them to go at themselves, or I don't know who y'all expect them to go. Uh, or maybe that what y'all are saying, you know, Eric Holder, uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, Hillary, this was for the liberals, this was for the Democrats to do this to conservatives. That's what y'all wanted. All of that right there that y'all are saying? Y'all, that was for the, all the conservatives, all the Democrats, I mean, was supposed to be doing it to people who say they're conservative. Or maybe in, even independents. Who, who didn't want to ride with y'all? Y'all supposed to be doing that to them. Even people who like, fuck all that voting. I don't give a damn about voting. And they like, what? You ain't, no, you ain't gonna vote for Joe Biden? You ain't gonna vote for the Democrat? We gonna get up in your face, too. We getting up in your face, too. We gonna beat your ass, too, because you ain't gonna vote for us. Because you ain't down with the gender, too. So that was only applied to them. But when they took your playbook and turned your playbook off, off, around on you, oh, that shit didn't feel good, did it? That shit didn't feel too good, did it? Please don't just come here today and then go home. Go to the hill today. Get up and please get up in the face of some Congress people. Oh, oh, oh. Y'all heard Clover Booker. I got to say that shit back. Uh-oh. Y'all heard Clover Booker? What he said, when he talking about the hill, he talking about Capitol Hill. Y'all heard that shit? He said, 
Go to the hill. Capital Hill. This is, this is something right here. I'm reading. I'm looking at this. In 2018, a national conference on ending homeless at Capitol Hill Day. That's what this is, isn't it? That's what it's saying on this day. 2018. Go to the hill. Capitol Hill. Get up in get up in some congressman's face. Y'all heard that? Get up in their face. God damn, this is what they was telling. The news, y'all. If there was if there was some real mainstream media, if there was some real supposed to be news, because anybody, anybody gonna listen to ain't, ain't too many people gonna listen to Culture Freedom listen to what I'm playing here. So they ain't gonna never get it. Ain't nobody gonna holler here. But the mainstream was really about damn truth, y'all. Y'all will be hearing this. This this shit would be all over the news today. It should have been on the news a couple of the nights. It said, hey man. If it was all about being equality as the Democrats, being a liberal, as they see, let me go back up there. Let me go back to the definition. They said being a liberal. Because they said about equality, right? And they said somebody here about equality. Okay, liberals believe in government action to achieve equal equality. I mean, damn, I keep messing it up, y'all. To achieve equal opportunity, equal opportunity. And equality for all. So it's supposed to be about equal opportunity. So if the if if the, if the liberals can go out here and get up in these people's faces, they can get up in Congress faces, they can get up in in, 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 in conservative faces. I mean, just get up in people's faces who vote. They can do it. It's, it's all about equality, right? That what it says. Liberals believe in government action to achieve equal opportunity and equality for all. It's all about being even, Stephen, all across the board, right? That, that's, 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 what this, that's what the thing's saying. I ain't making this up. That's what they're saying. I'm just reading this shit. But let's go back to Corey Booker. So they did what you said, Corey. Uh-huh. Y'all better, y'all better be blaming Corey Booker. Y'all need to be playing this on the television. Y'all need to be playing this all over the goddamn TV because this is what Corey Booker said. This is what Corey Booker, this is what Corey Booker told. I, I'm actually saying he told the conservatives to do this the other day. If, if they're going to say that old Trump supporter, they the one did it. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna even throw NT for them in it. I ain't gonna even throw the agitators that was in there. I'm gonna say yeah, they did with Cory Booker, who's a Democrat, who ran for president, who ran for president. Y'all know that, don't you? All of those Trump supporters did what Cory Booker told them to do. They did what Cory Booker told them to do. Let's listen to it again. Just come here today and then go home. Go to the hill today. Get up and.
They want to lullaby you and rock you back to sleep. Rock a baby in the treetop. They want y'all to sleep, man. They want y'all to sleep. Because when they sleep, they can implement their bullshit on y'all. Excuse my French or English. Title with something else. I think I might have to retitle this show something else. 
But those of you who are out here, and you're, and you're, and a lot of black people in this country, we want to do the right thing. We we want to just live a peaceful, nice life. We want, you know, to raise our children in peace and, you know, have a little, you know, maybe a job, maybe create our own business. We don't we we not we're not trying to get caught up in a lot of this foolishness out here. We don't we don't want that, man. We don't want all this chaos. But a lot of times they they draw us into this chaos, like we we've seen these last four years. Um, some people when Barack was in there, they didn't like Barack when he got in there. But people dealt with it like, well, you know what? He don't be, he ain't got but four years. Then after the four years, he got another eight. Well, it's this is last four, and they they lived their life. They went on about the they didn't cut up, they didn't act the food, they didn't tear up shit. But this time we seen what America. Man was a hailstorm, a hailstorm for power, and, and that's all what it is. That's all what it was really about. It was about power and policies that they wanted set. That's why we're looking at this thing. As you really look at what's happening, like with the coronavirus and everything, it is a global thing. But America, it was something set aside, totally different from every other nation. It set aside totally different from every other nation. And it, and, it, and it would be hard to implement, and still would kind of be hard somewhat to implement this new world order agenda in America like you would in some other countries. Because Americans have been told that we have a freedom. We're free. This is the land of the free, the land of the brave. Y'all know that, that slogan, I mean, that national anthem and thing. It's the land of the free and the home of the brave. People break into this country. And I'm going to use that term, break into this country, man, because what they have been told about America. Yeah, about America. The freest country on the planet. There's no other place like America. And I and I would say, man, and be honest myself, I see a lot of things in America that has some a lot of great potential. And I see some things in America, you know, that I do. I've been hell, I've been here all my life, so that's all I know is America, to be honest. But um, you know, it it, it, it had this downfall, downsides, like a lot of things. It has downsides and it has its um greatness to it. It has some greatness to it. because um, like a lot of things that we we can achieve here in this country. We couldn't achieve in certain other places. That's true. That's why I say sometimes as black people, I know we, we don't like what happened to us in this country uh, or to our ancestors in this country and some things that still happen, but we still have the right to even fight in this country, stand up for our rights in this country that we probably couldn't do in other countries. That we probably couldn't do in other countries. Sure, don't get our ass killed. In this country. So if, if, if a white so-called, like right now, if a white person did something, a so-called white person did to a black, something to a black person, what happened to them now? They get caught, they get a, a capital murder as a hate crime. They get a hate crime and they'd be charged for capital murder. And they would get what? The death penalty. There was time. There was a time in this country 
you 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 kill the black person, nothing happened. Like they string up and uh, hang a black person in the middle of the downtown. Everybody come out and have a good old time. Nothing happened. Everybody out there, the mayor, the, all the governors, and everybody be out there just laughing and having a good time, watching the brother or sister hang from the rope. Now you do that shit, and you get caught and go to jail. Your ass will be in the electric chair. And folks can't do that shit no more like they used to. No, they can't do that no more like they used to. So there's some things have changed. But, again, uh, black Americans, black people, we have to realize, man, realize the lies and don't get keep getting suckered into the bullshitty. Don't get, don't get suckered into the bullshitty. Yeah, there's a lot of things that's happening that we, we do have to fight for on several fronts, just just beyond um, our, I'm trying to put how to say this word, our racial, our racial freedom, because there's a lot of other parts, as we talk about America being free as a country, that they want to take, the globalists want to take that away from America and put us into this global um New world order, as they say, new world order or global agenda. Like y'all, I tell y'all, man, watch that movie, 1984. 1984. And just even look at what's happening. Like I said, again, it's somewhat bigger. It it is really bigger than Donald Trump that we have to pay attention to, brothers and sisters. It's bigger bigger than that. Mm-hmm. You got to pay attention. It's bigger than that. That's why I'm, I'm speaking on it such as I'm doing, because I, I understand it, it is bigger than that. Because if what they're doing is just a, a, a precursor to what's to, what's to come. Like I said, if they do that to a sitting president, all what they have done to a sitting president, y'all, boy, boy, y'all can imagine what they are going, what they would do to us as American citizens. American citizens, what they would do to us. We, we, we never seen anything like this. I, I had in my time, I would say in my time, be 50 years today, 50 years today, I never seen it in my time. I mean, 50 years, how old I turned today. Most high blessed gave me half of 100, y'all, gave me half of 100. Oh, praise the most high. Um, so I never seen it. A president give a State of the Union address. State of the Union address, which he's actually talking to the American citizens. He's talking to the citizens of America. And the speech that he's reading, he handed off to the House Speaker, which was Nancy Pelosi. And she Tear the speech up. She tear it up, rip it up right there on national television, rip it in hair. <laughs> national television. I know that wasn't a good sound effect. But she rip it in hair in front of everybody. The speech that he was talking to the American people, she rip it up. So it was like it, like she's basically saying symbolically the stuff he's telling y'all, I don't give a sh- the hell with what he's telling y'all. She disrespecting, but disregarding what he's 
was telling to the American people how he was going to help the American people by tearing up their speech. Figuratively, symbolically, that's what she was doing. We don't give a damn what he's telling y'all. We're going to do otherwise. So if he promised that he was going to fix the economy for black Americans, Latino Americans, whoever Americans, we don't disregard this. Tear it up. Shoot. Tear that promise up. We want to make, we're going to bring jobs to the, as they always say, y'all may use the term they say, to the African-American communities. Tear it up. Rip that promise up. Zoop. We're going to make sure he don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's what they was doing. They were ripping apart the promises that he was making to America. That's what she was symbolically doing by tearing up the speech. Because it wasn't doing nothing to do, it, wasn't, it didn't have nothing to do with they knuckleheaded asses. They wasn't behind closed doors that he was talking to the Congress in the Senate. He was talking to the American people. Telling the American people what he was up. So it, 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 it's deeper in there, man. We got to pay attention to what's really happening in this in this country. And a lot of, brothers, a lot of the brothers and sisters, they see it. They see it. They see it, y'all. They do true. They, they truly do see it. Y'all know I went into politics a while back. I didn't give a damn about politics. And I'm really about to get, and I'm really not going to get into it. But I'm not going to vote anymore. That's for damn sure. Fuck all that now. But they, they have really shown me this time for sure. You know, there was a saying that presidents are selected, not elected, but selected. They truly have shown us this time. Now. And I know they're going to probably say, see that, that you go say that he didn't win the election. I better leave that alone. You know, it's already, like I said, enough censoring out here. Um, I, but like I said, brothers, we got to, we got to, we got to, we're going to have to do it. Like, they, like they're really just saying that doing for self, as Honorable Elijah Muhammad said, I really don't know I'm not trying to put nothing negative into the atmosphere. There's justice and I, as we were talking about last week about energy. I don't want to put nothing negative into the atmosphere. But I really want to know, is it anywhere possible now that we can even achieve that goal now? Because I realize at the same time, be talking and talking, as we say about the New World Order agenda and how they're trying to destroy freedoms in America, they're taking, they have basically, they've taken our, a lot of our freedoms to go this place, that place, you gotta go with a mask on when you go in this place, they have mandated a lot of things that we're not used to as Americans. So is it anywhere possible that they're saying that black people can even go anything and achieve what they talk about doing for sale, buying land, uh, to be by themselves, is that still obtainable under this uh, agenda that they have? Um, is it anywhere uh, obtainable that, you know, black people can, like, maybe just get out and get their own black banks? Is, is, would that be anywhere, uh, some kind of way, obtainable? Can we obtain those type of things? Because, you know, when we go into a, uh, what they call it, a, a one-world financial system, if they say a global reset, I had a book, I had to read that, but I'm saying that I had received this book on, um, man, where is it, y'all? Let me see it. It's from a, um, a group called Tomorrow's World. It, um, and I, I subscribed and hit some of magazines. And they sent me this thing um, 
about a week or two ago. And in this, they have on the front cover, um, it's called The Great Reset, How Politicians and Power Brokers Hope to Use the Pandemic to Create a New World in Their Own Image. Y'all heard what I said? You did. Let me read it again. I want you to hear this. The Great Reset, How Politicians and Power Brokers Hope to Use the Pandemic to Create a New World in Their Own Image. So when we go back again, so I ask that question, is it really obtainable now since we hear it and we're seeing what is happening in the world? And I'm just going to stick with America, but it's in the, all over the world. Is it obtainable for us to do that, man? All blacks to get together, all three blacks, whether the couple of thousands of thousands of us to get together and try to buy some land and try to build like Dr. York did with, with Tamara. Is, is, is that any way possible? Or would it be possible that we can do that? Hmm? That's why I said that that we, even though there are some things in America with this system that we don't like because of racism, but we still somewhat have a fight in this thing. We still have to be in the fight for this thing because no matter what, no matter what, y'all, we how we don't like some things about the racism in America, we still have a fight. We still got some vested interest in this country. I know I probably met some of y'all up when I said that. We we have a vested interest in this country still. Right? We put too much into this mother. Man, we don't put too much work in this mother. We don't put too much blood, sweat, and building up America to say, man, in hell with it, I got to go. And and, and some of my brother, my 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 uh, Aboriginal brothers and sisters said, well, hell yeah, you sure right, brother Ariaga. Man, you know what? We was already over here before anybody else got here. We were over here before the Europeans got here. I ain't going nowhere. This is our land. Huh? We was here. They was invading. We ain't going nowhere. If anything, they got to get the hell out of here. My Aboriginal brothers and sisters, I, I hear you. That, I hear you. That's strong. So we have a vested interest. We put too much work into this. We invested too much time and efforts and, you know, and even we try to go to Africa. Yeah, they over there. China's over there. Trying to colonize Africa. Trying to take over these power brokers, as this, this book says in the, in the uh, title, these power brokers, they're over there in Africa, hmm? trying to rape and push Africa financially. We talking about physically raping nobody, but financially, this whole global reset. Y'all see it? What's it what was the uh, World Economic Forum? Uh, as they was in that thing with Bill Gates, what was it? Uh, not that our prince said agenda 21, ain't agenda 21, it's that other thing. Uh, uh, shit, I can't even think of the name of it right now. Um, so, but anyway, so we, we got to pay attention, man. We do have a fight still in this thing for our deeper than just our, I'm going to say our racial freedom. We, we, we have a fight. This is the World Economic Forum. That's the one, y'all, the World Economic Forum. Yeah. They're involved in a lot of this stuff, man. 
I think it was Agenda 20. I keep saying Agenda 21 for some reason. It ain't Agenda 21. Um, it was the thing with Bill Gates. Shit, I can't even think of the name of it no more, man. Um, but they had this whole pandemic thing. They did that exercise in uh, 2019 and early stating exercise and uh, assimilation exercise about this coronavirus thing and the crashing of the economy and early part of 2019, round about, not the early part, round about October or somewhere. They said they did assimilation exercise. Um, but yeah, this brief, I got I got to sit and actually read this magazine. It's called, you know, um, the, the place I got it from, this is a, I don't know if they're a Christian organization. I want to say, um, they used to be on YouTube, but I'm not sure they're still on YouTube or not. They'll send you a lot of magazines and stuff for free, even some DVDs and stuff. Uh, but it's called Tomorrow's World. Tomorrow's World. You can go to their website at tomorrowsworld.org, and you can probably look this magazine up. Yeah, you can actually look this magazine up and read it online, download it in a PDF file, because I have some ideas in a PDF file but before I got the subscription. And uh, But, yeah, this is the January edition right here. This just came out in January. Uh, you can go to uh, tomorrowsworld.org and just look for their monthly magazine and look for The Great Reset, The Great Reset. And, yeah, all I got on that topic, for some reason, something I said, now I forgot what I was talking about at first. But, hey, that's all good. It all fit in there. It all fit in there. Uh, like I said, hey, I, don't, I don't take no notes, Susan, but I just try to freestyle it. Let it come from the heart. May the most high bless. Uh, let's see some more stuff right fast, Susan, brother. Yeah, now these liberals. Why they want power too? And this not whoa, this is one of the number it's, I would say this is besides LGBT, right? This is one of the other number one things that the liberals or the Democratic Party, especially the liberals, they love. They love and they they passionate. I'm gonna say passionate. Going back to Hillary Clinton, you can't be civil with a people who's trying to take away, right? Your beliefs and the things that you Stand for right, y'all. Y'all heard what she said. Well, y'all, y'all remember she said that in that video. Y'all remember that? Okay. Now, notice that again when Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh, he's Supreme Court judge now. When he was when he was being nominated, they kept talking about him, um, the fear of him getting nominated and he might overturn Roe versus Wade. And even when this last lady got nominated, this whole thing about her, that nomination thing, was primarily about her staying as a Catholic and her faith against standing against abortion. Standing against abortion. Let me read y'all something here about the abortion, about just the things about the differences, the, the beliefs against the conservative versus liberal beliefs. Now, here it is about the liberal, right? And uh, this website that I'm reading a lot of this stuff from, if y'all want to look this up well, there's a lot of different stuff on here about capitalism and you know, uh, you know, socialism and things of this nature. But this one here is coming from studentnewsdaily.com studentnewsdaily.com and just look up where it talk about conservative uh, versus liberal beliefs. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and read about the liberals. The, the belief system on abortion between the liberals and conservatives. Here we go. A woman has the right. This is the liberal side, right? 
A woman has the right to decide what happens with her body. A fetus is not a human life. So it does not have separate individual rights. The government should provide tax payers funded abortion for women who cannot afford them. The decision to have an abortion is a personal choice of a woman, regardless of her own body, and the government must protect her protect this right. Women have the right to affordable, safe, and legal abortion, including partial birth abortion. That's the liberal. They said the government should provide taxpayer funded abortion for women who cannot afford it. That's what the government says supposed to be. That's what they, they said he's supposed to do, right? Not make sure the people have jobs and you know and the economy is running right, but get into your a woman got it, you know, got with a no good ass dude or whatever, you know, they had a little one night stand or whatever happened, happened. And I'm not gonna throw anything about rape or nothing into this. No, I'm not that's a kind of that's a different also a different color. That's to deal with that when a woman get raped and get pregnant. Nah, that's a different one. I don't I, that one hard for me to even say on that one. I, I don't know what to say on that one. I don't I, I, I don't know if I see it can lean with abortion. I just leave that one hanging right there. I don't know about that one. I just leave it in the atmosphere somewhere. I don't but anyway, um, so they take our taxpayers, whether you believe in it or not, they still say, hey, man, we're going to take your taxpayers to fund this abortion thing. Like I said, not to get jobs. Not because, like I said, somebody had a one-night stand and they didn't protect themselves, didn't put on a condom, or they just like, oh, I can't do this here right now. Hey, look, I can't do it. Uh, we ain't married or whatever like this. You know, we, we ain't ready to do this. Nah, uh, I'm going to go and have an abortion. You know, whatever. Okay. Conservative thing, right? Here's the conservative. Human life began at conception. Whoa, that sounds different with the conservative say. Let's go back. What the conservatives say? Um, they said a fetus is not a human life. It does not have a separate individual right. That's what the conservative. That's what the liberals say. But the conservative said. Human life began at conception. So did that woman say, hey. I miss my I miss my period this month. I haven't came on this month. I miss my cycle. And take the pregnancy test. Whoop, there it is. Whoop, there it is. That's why you miss it. you. You pregnant. You, you you pregnant. You you got one in the oven, baby. You got one in the oven. You finna have one. The Bible says, "Be fruitful and multiply." You get ready to multiply. It's no longer going to be just you and your husband or you and your man or whatever, whatever. And it's going to be you and one other one. Uh-huh. Soon as human life begins at conception, abortion is the murder of a human being, an unborn baby. As a human, well, Miss, give me back, go back, go back. And uh, unborn baby as a living human being. Because now they said life begins at conception. So they say even though it's at conception, it is still a living being. It's something that's growing now. It's, it's going to grow, grow into something. They talk about evolution, right? Because once that, y'all know how pregnancy happened. Y'all know the thing. I ain't going to get into that. And scientists 
quickly get into that, but y'all know how conception started. But it it it, it they talk about evolution. It, it, it grows through stages to start, you know, and change. You know, you know like with the tadpole. I remember Don Joe was saying it was like a little tadpole or something at first, like great, like the great alien at first to come out to be something so beautiful at conception, at the at, at birth. Uh, but anyway. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. Yeah, an unborn baby as a human, living human being, has separate rights from these of the mother. Mm. Oppose taxpayers funded abortion. Taxpayers' dollars should not be used for the government to provide abortion. I agree. I totally agree. I don't want my damn taxpayers' dollars to go with that. But that's another whole story. They ain't about you. Um, support legislation to permit prohibit partial abortion called the partial uh, abortion ban. Now, y'all, so y'all see the difference between that and abortion. Conservatives like, nah, we ain't with that. We ain't down with that. Democrats, liberals, whatever, like, so what? Fuck it. If you don't want it, kill it. Because y'all look up infanticide, y'all. I don't even want to get into too much deep into that, but look up infanticide. And, and look how what Illinois, because I was talking about this several times on the show. Just look it up. Um, just look at the death penalty. Let's look at this thing about the death penalty, right? They even got someone here, death penalty. And then I get into the market, money market thing. They're talking about the market. So you the finances. Um, the death, now they say the death penalty should be abolished. It is, uh, is inhumane and cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, imprisonment is the appropriate punishment for murder. Every execution uh, risks killing an innocent person. Now, uh, you know what? I ride with them on that one. I might kind of ride. I might ride with them on that one because the person could. We have seen that so many brothers have been accused for a crime which they did not commit, been in prison for forty some odd years, and all of this different stuff. That was a brother, man. I can't. Oh man, since I mentioned it, oh. Time. I mean, I was like, think of his brother name, man. That they executed. They was trying to get a state for him at the last minute, Al Sharpton and all of them. And a couple of years ago, man, it had been several years ago. And but they still executed him. And he and, and he um claimed and, and stated, man, to the day he was, you know, was uh, executed that he didn't do it, that he didn't do it. I cannot think of that brother's name for saving my life, man. But some of y'all probably know what I'm talking about out there, man. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think I would kind of rock with that, man. I might rock with that one right there. Let's see what the conservatives say on this one here. Uh, it says, the death penalty is a punishment that fits the crime of murder. It is uh, neither cruel or unusual. Executing a murderer is the appropriate punishment for taking an innocent life. Now, that's a conservative. So, you do something in a conservative state, you murder somebody, uh, chances are you do capital murder, they're going to kill your ass. I just, according to that. So, hey, that's what it is. Now, they believe in that. Now, now one thing about it. They believe, they don't believe in killing a, a, a innocent baby, a baby who was born, you know, uh, you know, got a woman got pregnant and whatever, whether she, she they don't believe in that. But now you go out here and kill somebody, an innocent life. They believe in killing. They believe in killing your ass too. 
what he said. Now, that's kind of like what he said. I, a Bible is a Bible, man. And I put one out and two for it, too. I guess, you know, you got to where it comes from. But I just, I just thought I would read that, so I don't know. Okay, let's look at the economy. Let's look at the economy right fast. Um, the economy, the liberals. A market system in which government regulate the economy is best. Government must protect citizens from the greed of big business. Unlike the private sector, the government is motivated by private interests. Government regulations in all areas of the economy is needed to level the playing field. Okay, let's see. It's conservative side. The free market system, competitive capitalism, and private enterprise create the greatest opportunity and the highest standard for living for all. Free market produce more growth, economic growth, more jobs and higher standards of living than those systems burdened by excessive government regulations. Mm. And I and I know there's been a lot of talk about this free market with this conservative thing, not conservative thing, uh, capitalism versus uh, socialism. Now, we are hearing a lot of things about democratic socialism and stuff um, in this country. And people want, they really want socialism in this country. Man. Be a socialist society. Yeah. Now that, uh, you know, what it's going to run, like I said, run stuff in your life, telling you and your money. And, and just give it a capitalism. Um, if, if you decide that you, you know, want a business, you work hard. Like I said, man, you work hard to be able to, you know, uh, create a business, you, you know, which, Hey, a lot of us are inspired to do that. Like people used to say, man, get out this white man job and start your own. Um, somewhat, but they don't want you to be able to do that. Let's look up some right fast. It's like, yeah, I don't even say that. Let's look up just some definitions of socialism and capitalism. I'm not going to get too deep in that right there. But socialism is a system of political, no, system of economic and political system in which the government controls all means of production. Y'all see that? Socialism is an economic and political system in which the government controls all means of production. Uh. So that's like really what's happening today. We're looking at the uh, with this thing about social media, right? There's these big tech companies and social medias. And I know I didn't say that in here when I read socialism, but it's like they want to um, tell you or monitor what you can and what you cannot say. They want to dictate to you what you can say, what is deemed to be the truth and not the truth, because, like, they have a fact checker, especially on Facebook and Twitter somewhat do it, but not as much as Facebook. They fact checkers. If, you, if the fact is not... Um, weighed out like they wanted, they would hit you with the fact checker thing. This is false and all of this. Y'all have seen it. Some people do it. You put up, you post an article. You might just post an article from, uh, let me see, I'm just going to say some New York Times. You didn't write the damn article, but you posted it from New York Times because it was something you read. You might agree with it or whatever. You think everybody should see it. And, and you know, like, hey, man, check this out, what you're saying, you know. And you might not have totally agree with it, but you want everybody to check it out on your, your, your timeline. Like, man, what y'all think about this? 
you know, just just to, just to get a conversation going. But then Facebook would be like, nope, 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 uh-uh. And it could be true. But they don't want everybody discussing it. They don't want everybody to know. They're like, nope, 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 uh-uh. That's, that's fake news. Fake news. And they hit you with the fact checker thing. And, you know, it, you don't know. They're not giving you time to. That's why you sharing it primarily. So maybe on the social media, the people that um, you socialize with, y'all can dialogue about it to see what somebody else may say. See what the people that, that you shared it with on your timeline, see what they're saying about it. See how they feel about it. Express themselves about it. But they can't. you can't do that. So, like socialism, they want to control everything. They want to control, like I said, the government control by all means. The economic and political system. They control the production by all means. So that seems like what social media uh, these big top, big tech companies are basically getting tied in with the same thing. If you're not thinking like this political, because they basically get, like I said, this conservative thing, we see how they've been targeting a lot of conservatives, taking them off of the social medias, banning them from posting things, banning them from saying things on their, uh, on, on these social media sites. So politically, you know, they are controlling what's, being, what's being put out, the information being put out already. Uh, let's go with capitalism right fast. Capitalism is an economic and political system in which property, business, and, and industry are owned by private individuals and not by the state. Wow. Bam. Now, that's something we better be paying attention to because I Listening to, like I told you, I was into C and uh, something a couple of years ago, a while back. Uh, well, this year, not this year. I mean, in this political climate, about what since Trump been in office, and I was listening to something. They was talking about democratic socialism, and um, and and a lot of these so-called young millennial millennials, they're down with it. That's what they really ideal government that they want. That's the political system they really want to be in. They don't really, I don't know if they know the dynamic of what the hell they're asking for, but they, I think they're getting what they want. Just like we see with Black Lives Matter who say they are trained Marxists. Y'all do y'all due diligence look up what a Marxist is. And one of them even actually said that she's a trained communist or whatever she, she agreed or espoused communist uh, theology and whatnot, and this is the this is a group, right? It's supposed to be the spokes model or the spokes uh, specialist for the black community now. Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm. They weren't supposed to be speaking on our behalf. Marxists and communists, yeah, and socialists as well, yeah. Black Lives Matter. Um, the goal of, of socialism. Economic and, and social inequality through redistribution of wealth. That's socialism. That one of their goals of what they say socialism try to achieve. Um, capitalism. Create wealth through private ownership of property and business. Yes, sir. Through private. You. Bust your ass out here and you got a little change you can say it in your piggy bank. 
since you was 12 years old or whatnot. Save your allowance that mom and dad was probably giving you. You went out here and cut a little grass when you was young, after school, whatnot. You know, get your children. You know, whatever, whatever. You've been saving. Now you got to live grown. You still got that money. Save up. Now you want to get, you want to grow up and you're like, hey, man, I ain't damn that. I don't want to work on nobody else's job. That's why I saved all this money, whatever. Uh, maybe you get some inheritance or something you had, man. You know, you can start your own business. Might go work for somebody else, like no, no, no. You can't, no. Socialism, no. We don't want you to do that. We don't want you to do that. We got control of that. We'll, we'll handle that for you. We'll, we'll do that for you. You will, you will work the job that we want you to have. No, we don't. We don't. We don't. We don't want no private owned properties. We don't want no private owned businesses. And I'm gonna tell y'all, man. With this global reset. This global reset, as they're talking about, you look at a lot of these businesses that are shutting down. A lot of these businesses are closing down. That's what it looks like. They are deliberately trying to run these businesses out of business. Let me say it again. It's like they're deliberately trying to run these business businesses out of business. And I've been saying this. So many of them. There was one here in this city. They had said they've been open for fifty some odd years, and now their doors are closing. They can't. They can't stand the rain. Like New Edition, they can't stand the rain because of all of this. This comes keep shutting them down. They can't. They can't stay open. They can't. They can't fight it, man. They gotta keep laying off employees. They can't. They can't make it. They can't keep making it like that. So. It's a lot, man, that we're seeing. And I believe they, like I said, they're doing it on purpose, and they're going to, when they do their reset, they're going to have a lot of businesses open that they want to be open. Yeah, they're going to have a lot of businesses open that they want to be open. They're going to be probably government controlled. It might not happen next week, y'all. It ain't going to happen tomorrow or nothing. But like a lot of this stuff, it has been in the works for some time. So we're thinking, even what we're seeing today, y'all, y'all think this stuff just happened last year? They just, not last year, what? Early in January, they planned this. They planned what happened early in January, what we saw with the coronavirus. Hell no. Hell to the dissolve. That stuff was already planned, man, way years in advance. That shit's been planned. What we're saying, it's been planned, man. To release this virus or whatnot, it might not have been, you know, I don't know if it was for Trump at this time right now, but but there was a there's an audio um when Fauci was saying, I think when Donald Trump got in there, that he's gonna have to face a pandemic or a crisis and he's not ready for it. And Fauci said that this shit is on there. I wish I could I need. I should have wish I had a fan. Next time I come on, I'm, I'm gonna make sure I had a clip for y'all. He's gonna have a face in pandemic that he's not ready for. How did he know that? How did he know that? And that clip and that didn't just come out last year, y'all. That came out. Trump. Shit. I think Trump had just got in office. I, I want to say ten months in office. I want to say that something like that. Because I gotta make sure I find that clip for y'all and have it next time for the show, so I can make sure I don't want just. Throw this shit out there and I don't have it. The people say no receipts. I want to make sure I had it out there. 
play that for y'all. Well, y'all can look it up for yourself, too, if you want to. You can't wait that long until next time. I don't know exactly what day I might come back on, but um, but check it out, man. This, this, this shit is always, like I said, all about this new world order. It goes back to, goes way back to the, uh, to the Bavarian Brotherhood, the original, they say Illuminati, all the way back there, man. It goes way, way, way back, y'all. Before the even conception of America. Yeah. Before the even conception of America, even I tell y'all, man, I was looking at these different documentaries and stuff, like, because, you know, as an Israelite, I was just trying to look up history and stuff, and I was looking up some stuff with Constantine and looking up some stuff with Alexander and all of this type of stuff, and even when you look up Alexander, how, and even at those times, man, they, in that world, they were uh, uh, having a one-world dominance. Now, it wasn't all over here in the United States and shit at that time. Now, because we didn't know nothing about doing the United States during Alexander's Alexander time. But I'm talking about the world of that middle, what they call the Middle East or the Asia or all that. And it was, and not even all of Africa. You all know that? They didn't even go all down in, in Africa and South America. I mean, damn, I said South Africa and places like that. You know, they kept it only went down in the colonizing, like Alexander the in certain parts of, of, of Kemet. So, and, and and most of what they call now the Middle East and and from Greece, from you know, Greece and Rome, all the way just up down to like Kemet. To that known world at that time, that powerhouse, those power centers of, uh, of early civilization at that time was civilization but thriving at, at that time. Well, all of the the the, uh, um, um, the origins of writing had started happening, uh, arithmetic, science, and all of that stuff was popping up over in those regions at that time. Notice they was colonizing all of those places, like Alexander. Alexander. So in that particular world, that it was taking over. Notice they was taking over all of those places, making it one thing. So they was already practicing at that time. A new world order. Now, then the world, at that known world, at that known world, not the United States, not China, not none of them goddamn places, just in that known, uh, as they say, great civilizations of those great civilizations, it's starting great civilizations. And even with, um, and that was Alexander, and even him, uh, Constantine being expired, and him being wanted to be the emperor over all of Rome because they had different, the north side, south side, east side, but he wanted to be that one emperor instead of different emperor. And so he wanted to colonize all of that, make one world under Rome, the Roman Empire, one thing. So that's, that's this, this one world thing is nothing new. Or one coming under one power is nothing New one language, one religion. Like Constantine took Christianity and made it the religion of Rome. At that time, uh, before he did that, the god of Rome or the dominant god of Rome was uh, uh, was Jupiter. It was the Jupiter was the god of Rome. That was the god. Then he brought in Christianity and overthrew that god with Jesus, you know what I mean? 
So that's why you have Roman, the Roman Catholic Church now. It's really the mother church because of Constantine. Them. So, but anyway, so the thing here, when it, it, about it's, it, it's nothing new, brothers and sisters. This stuff, this stuff, one world dominant and one world this and that, been going on such a long time. It's nothing new. It's nothing new. But it don't make it. Um, she does because it ain't nothing new. Doesn't make it right, right? Because we don't want to, we don't want to, like, like, like today, brothers and sisters, like some of us who say we are of African descent, y'all see, just look at Africa. You think Africa wanted to be um, under the dominance they had their maybe ancestral worship and they already had their thing on? You think they wanted to be under the, uh, uh, the rulership and under this damn Christian banner? You think they wanted to be under the rule of, uh, of Islam? And Kemet, let's just throw Kemet out there for a minute, uh, Kemet. Was it their spiritual system and then all of the things they had in Kemet? You you really think they really wanted to be under the rule rulership of Islam? Look, because Islam ruled Kemet now, like it, uh, of Egypt, as they call it. Hmm? The dominant power they took over. It's the rule of, in Arabic. It's probably the national language now. Not Meduneta. Arabic is the language. Um, that land now, the dominant language. So, a lot of people get lost now. They get lost when you, your heritage, your tradition get lost because now, now you guess what is it? You got to either get out and lay down, like state property to move it. You got to get out and lay down. You want to give up. Like I said again, when, when we saw with Israel, when uh, Antonasus, I can't even pronounce all these damn names right, y'all. But just, just, just figure it out. Just, just look it up, y'all. Antonation. Um, took over after Alexander when they colonized um, in, in uh, Judea, those regions of Judea or Yahuda. And you know, like I said, he told the, the uh, so-called what they call the Jews. We know that the Yehudim was the black Jews at that time, or the Israelites. Hey, look, man, y'all don't have to give up, hey, bro. Y'all gonna have to get with this all that Hebrew stuff? Nah, uh, uh-uh, bro. Y'all gonna have to get it up. We ain't no ain't no speaking no Hebrew. Y'all gonna have to speak Greek. That's the language. We, that's the dominant language. That's gonna be the new language. Y'all gonna need to speak this Greek. All that time about Passover, having Passover feast days, uh, uh, Hanukkah, all that. Nah, uh, ain't none of that no more. Cut out all that. Now y'all gonna you have to get out and lay down what we got in order. Some did. Some some did, man. Some actually, man, assimilated into Greek culture. They gave up the speaking the the um they even got into um what you call it, the uh, Greek philosophy. And I'm, and I and I gotta throw this in there too while I'm saying that. That's why even when you get to the New Testament, right? The New Testament. That's why they say it was written in Greek. That's another whole story, but that was, that was a deeper story. But I'm going to get all the way in there. But it was written in Greek. That's why certain things you see in, in the New Testament, and I'm just talking about in the Gospels. Like you see those parables, where you see the parables, those, who's, you know, like um, building houses on stone. I mean, damn, what is all y'all sowing a seed on stony ground and all of this? Y'all really look at a lot of it because they're uh, like Philo and a lot of these people, like, 
both Muslim Hebrews, uh, Israelites. A lot of Israelites did get into, because they liked, some of them started liking the Greek philosophy, Plato, Star, uh, Aristotle, they started getting into that. So they started listening to that. And so that's why even in the New Testament, you have some of those, what they call parables and certain things, big sayings now, are actually Greek philosophy. Come from out of the Harvard Greek philosophy. And I know y'all say Greek philosophy actually came from uh, comedic philosophy. I know, I know, stolen legacy. But the Israelites got a lot of that from the Greeks. Well, not you know, some Israelites who did conform, and that's why the New Testament had those so called parables. I actually, Greek philosophy. It's philosophy. Oh, I said, that's why I said some of the things, man, it sounds good. I can rock with some of those things in, in the gospel and some of those parables because it makes. It do make goddamn sense. You can't so, you can't plant a seed on stony ground. You can't plant no damn drop no seed on no goddamn concrete or apple seed on no damn concrete and think that the apple tree gonna grow. No sir, you have to have some fertile ground, some good fertile ground. So yeah, it's some good philosophies. But I'm just throwing it in there. I don't even know how I went there. But anyway, so a lot of us today, man, we we are assimilating. <laughs> And into we have assimilated somewhat in it, into this culture. Wrong, right, and difference. We have assimilated into a lot of this stuff. We have gave up a lot of our way. You can be in this land. And then wrong. I mean, you can live here, but to give up all of your stuff because they're gonna say, Hey, look, you're not gonna be able to get this job. Like I said, you can't get you can't get this job until you cut them dreads off. You can't get this job unless you I don't know, shit. Do whatever they, you know how to be doing it. You, you, you can't do that no more. You, got, you can't do that. That's not right. You got to assimilate. Cut your hair all the way off. Cut your beard off. Because, you know, uh, this is like we wear beards. We wear, we rock the beards. So they say, well, you, got, you can't wear that, man. You got to be clean shaved. You got to be, you, you, you get, you just, your skin got to be like a newborn baby. Your face got to be like, you can't wear no beard up in here. Not in corporate, you can't wear no beard, you can't wear no, you know, whatever it might be. Cut that off. Well, you know, man, that's my culture as an Israelite. Well, you know, well, you know, you know, Israelite up in here. You you want the job or you don't want the job. You want these, you 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 want these uh you know, you, you want this hundred thousand, you know, a week, here, a month, or whatever, like hell yeah, I want shit damn beard, my bad. I gotta cut this beard off. <laughs> anyway. Uh, just freestyle a little bit, y'all. But uh, anyway, so the brother, like I said, yeah, one more time, too, as y'all want to reach us, so we're ready to get up out of here, man, and get me some dinner. Um, y'all have some. I don't know what I'm going to eat yet, but it ain't going to be no pig or nothing, y'all. Y'all know it ain't going to be no swine on your mind. So, yeah. Um, y'all want that herbal tea as well. Bring me a herbal tea, but, you know, drop a little honey in to sweeten it up. Um, but yeah, but as uh, on a serious side, if you would like to link up with us, and like I said, but not, uh, I'm no longer on um, the social media sites. Where far as uh, culture freedom, uh, culture freedom, I'm no longer on Twitter. I took off the Twitter. I have. I took off the goddamn Twitter before they banned Trump, y'all. So I, I didn't do it because of Trump. <laughs> I took it down. Um, shit, I don't know. Before they even did Trump, a couple of days before they even hit Trump, I took it all, uh, deleted their account. So we're not on Twitter as Culture Freedom, we're not on Twitter 
and also um, the Facebook. I actually, um, sh- I shut down the Facebook page. Well, it might be, it, it's not totally deleted yet because it takes, what I think, up to 30 days or something to that degree before they go ahead and, del- as they say, they delete it. So if you try to find it, try to reach out to it right now, you won't see it because it's supposed to be blocked when you can't see it anyway. But uh, so we cannot be reached culture freedom anymore on uh, Twitter or the, um, what's the other goddamn thing I said? Facebook, Spybook. We're not on there. Now, I do have a, tw- what's that damn thing? No, not Twitch, a Tumblr. Well, I just post the shows on there. I really don't, I don't be on Tumblr. I just post shows on there. So, but no, you really can't reach us on social media. The best way to reach out to us and think and maybe if you have any questions or comments or something that you want to do, hit us up in the email. Uh, you can hit us at culturefreedom.org at gmail.com. That's culturefreedom.org at gmail.com. Or you have any questions or comments or whatever else, um, you can hit us up through the email. If you ask us on social media sites, because um, basically post, I just said post for Facebook really just, they was, like I said, just hitting us up with, you know, when I was posting on something, they were just hitting me with that little crap talking about uh, fact-checking shit. I ain't got time. And I think they would even send the algorithm up, but we did share stuff. People weren't getting it and what they're saying it anyway. So, yeah, we're not on there anyway. So, um, yeah, email is the best way to get in contact with us, uh, not through social media anymore. Um, let's say one more thing, but that is that you can also find our shows again right there on iHeartRadio. Go to Freedom, your iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio. Um, what's the other one, y'all? Uh, Stitcher, um, uh, not Spreaker, but Stitcher, and also on uh, what's in the Apple Podcasting Store. You can find us on a lot of different podcasting sites, and also, um, on we on Pandora as well. Now we're on Pandora. Culture Freedom is on Pandora. Oh yes, that's the delightful one to be on. Uh, so yeah, you can listen to the shows right there as well from the various uh, podcasting sites. Because when you have these podcasting apps on your phone, you can listen to us at any time you want to. Uh, with that said, I'm gonna get ready to get up out of here, man. It is always a privilege, brothers and sisters, to be in the house with you. And I really do greatly thank y'all always for listening to Culture Freedom Radio and supporting this broadcast throughout the years. I appreciate y'all, man. I really do, man. You just don't know how I appreciate y'all, y'all, who have been listening to this show, through all of my shenanigans, the up and down, the changing of probably philosophy, the doctrine, the, the, uh, the mindset. And, and y'all got to realize, too, man, what y'all be hearing here, man, with Brother Ariel, man, is growth. So I, y'all been hearing me through the years, and y'all been listening is to grow, be learning, and hitting the bumps and the bruises and stuff. You go from here to bruises, man. Um, it's learning, man. It's just trying to learn, and as I try to learn, I try to share with you what I learn. All right, y'all, we leave y'all just here, man. Have our little smoky, smoky Robinson, man. Tell me tomorrow, man. Tell me tomorrow. Peace, y'all. Be, be easy out there, brothers and sisters. Uh, y'all take it easy, man. And um, brothers and sisters, realize this system don't care about us. They only would use us to help implement their bullshitty, but they really don't give a damn about us. All right, y'all. I'm going up out of here. Peace, peace. Tell me tomorrow. Yeah.
I just want to take this time out to tell you fellas about the radio show that I listen to. 
is Culture Freedom Radio Network. When I like to get some knowledge from some colors, I mean some Negroes, I mean some Afro-Americans, I tune in right here to Culture Freedom Radio. Yes, I'm old countrywide guy, but I loves me some Culture Freedom. Man, if they don't keep it raw and uncut and off the chain, I tells you, oh boy. Hey, y'all better keep it locked right here with JoJo Bubba, man, because this is my show. This is the station I listen to for raw and uncut. Contest Talk Radio, Culture Freedom Man in the house. Yeah, cause I got friends in low places. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.